0: good morning i hope you're having a great day wherever you are today uh, i am in the book revelation and would love for you to join me there revelation chapter 3 verse 20 a passive scripture i know you're familiar with revelation 3 verse 20 about opening our door and that's what i want to talk to you about today is about opening the door of your heart to jesus when he stands there and knocks so uh, let's take a look at this verse and <clears throat> jesus says here i am i stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door I will come in and eat with him and he with me you know when I, when I study the life of Jesus which is an amazing study uh, there are at least a dozen times uh, recorded in the Gospels where Jesus is having a meal <clears throat> with someone or a group of people and uh, he's doing a teaching or he's just enjoying himself enjoying being with his friends uh, there's something about eating a meal with people and, and you know this you know what it means to eat a meal with someone it means they've invited you into their home and uh, you're at ease and that sort of thing in the King James version of the Bible it says and I will sup with him S-U-P. I I will sup with him now I've done a lot of research on this and I'm pretty sure that's the root word for the root word supper not really I'm kidding but but you know where I'm from there's a difference between dinner and supper uh, when you invite someone to dinner, that's where you sit down at a nice table in the dining room, and you got three forks and two spoons and a knife, and you got a napkin. And you put the napkin in your lap, and you put your hand down in the lap, you know, on your napkin, and <clears throat> and it's it's very proper. And you talk about proper things, you know, at the dinner table. However, there's a thing called supper, and uh, supper is what I much prefer. It's where you walk up to the stove with your plate. You scoop up what you want you sit down at the table and you start starting you can put your elbows on the table right And you don't leave the napkin in your lap that's it. what's it doing down there it's too far to reach right pick that thing up and put it on the table you can grab it wipe your mouth you know you can eat with both hands you can eat corn the cob lick your fingers eat chicken wings lick your fingers eat ribs lick your fingers and at the supper table you can talk about anything you Talk about what so-and-so did or what so-and-so did. You can, you just go on and on with the list of it. It's more informal. And so I think that's the kind of meal that Jesus wants to have with us. When He says, if you'll open the door, I'll come in and we'll have supper. And if you want to have a formal dinner with Jesus and set the table and do all the fine china and everything and the crystal and, you know, I think you'll be okay with that. But I think you'd much rather have supper and just sit and talk about what's on your heart and hopefully you'll ask him what's on his heart so when I think about people in the Bible who were invited to come into Jesus's home to come into visit heaven if you will uh, there's several that come to mind first is Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 6 Isaiah said there I was I looked and I beheld him and the throne room was filled with his presence And there were angels flying around crying holy 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 it was amazing thing Isaiah saw that he he saw the the house of God if you will he was invited in there's Ezekiel and uh, over in chapter 1 where he talks about he looked and he saw this throne it looked like a sapphire and and he just goes on and on describing it he was invited to the house of God as well Daniel looked up and he said he saw the Ancient of Days sitting there on his throne. The Ancient of Days. Stephen, when he was being stoned to death, he looked up and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father who was sitting on his throne. And, and, uh, and he saw him there. He was invited, even before his death, he was already invited into the very presence of God. He was invited into God's house. Paul said in Second Corinthians chapter 12 that he visited the third heaven And he saw things that he can't even come back and talk about. I I wish he had talked about some of them. I would love to know what he discovered. And then there's John that we read about here in the book of Revelation. Chapter 4 it says, John said, And after this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I heard was speaking to me like a trumpet, and said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven, With someone sitting on it you know I think God enjoys inviting us into his house he wants us to see what's going on in his world because eventually that's going to be our house if we're trusting in Jesus as our Lord and Savior if you've said yes to Christ then that's going to be your house and so we have glimpses of our future home we have glimpses of the place we're going to live forever and ever uh, in the scripture already but I want to talk about how important it is to opening our door. The Bible says it right here that Jesus says, I stand at the door and knock. Now, this last part of chapter 3, uh, some scholars think it's a summation of the, of the word to the seven churches, the last couple of verses here. Some think it's just specifically talking about the church of Laodicea that's described here. Uh, I don't want to get caught up in that debate. Um, but the church of Laodicea had been called lukewarm. They've been called lukewarm. Matter of fact, Jesus says, I wish you were hot or cold because you're lukewarm. Uh, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. I just I can't stand this lukewarmness. And so we see Jesus talking to the church and the Spirit trying to encourage them, don't, don't be lukewarm. Either before Christ or against Christ, but, but do something. Don't just sit there. And, and it gets to this, this verse 19 it says, Those whom I love I rebuke and I discipline so be earnest and repent because here i am i stand at the door jesus is saying i really want to come in this is not a passive scripture where someone's lost and jesus is knocking on the door trying to have them invite them in to be saved this is not a salvation scripture it's not a lost person who opens his door and says yes i want to be saved jesus is talking about his friends and johnny says i no longer call you my servants but I call you my friends because I will reveal to you everything my Father has told me. That's a great passage, right? And so Jesus is knocking on the door of one of His friends. That's what He's doing. And He's saying, look, you folks in the to see you, you're my friends. I've come to visit a friend. I've not come to visit a lost person for them to be saved in this particular setting. I've come to visit a friend. You are a friend of God. And He's showing up Showing up at your door saying, I'd like to have a conversation with you. That's that's amazing. You know, I love it when my friends visit my house and knock on the door, whether they let me know they're coming or unexpectedly. It's great to see friends. We all love to see our friends show up. I love it when my friends text me on the phone or call me or send an email. It's great. Jesus is our friend. And it should be great hearing from Him. And we should be standing at the door looking at the people, waiting on Him to show up. Or have the door wide open so that when he does show up, he doesn't have to knock. He can just walk right on in. Now, I think it's interesting that Jesus wants to have a supper with us. And I think it's interesting that we have this ritual, if you will, this thing that we do called the Lord's Supper. Now, we've, we've kind of sanitized it. We've made it with a little cup and a, and a little cracker. And, but back in Jesus' day, to have a supper with somebody was a full meal. It was the last meal of the day. It was a full meal. It was a full spread. There was plenty of food for everybody to eat. That's the kind of meal Jesus is looking for. He's not looking for some sort of happy meal. Right? Where He just comes in. He's not looking for a snack. This is not come in. Can I have some crackers? It was a peanut butter on Him. That's not what He's looking for. He wants to come in and have a long extended meal. You know, if you've ever been to... Uh, to France or Paris or some European city you know a meal can last an hour or two you order you're sitting at the table at the restaurant you order and they <clears throat> they bring something out and then maybe 30 minutes later they bring the next thing out then the next thing and the next thing you can be there an hour or two they they want you to enjoy the meal and enjoy the time of the meal with the person or persons that you're with it's a beautiful experience So Jesus says, look, I'd like to come in and have supper with you. I'd like to come in and prop my elbows on the table, gnaw on the corner on the cob, and enjoy your presence. And so here's a couple of principles. When you let Jesus come into your house, He returns the favor. When you invite Jesus into your house, He invites you into His house that's what happened to John right here John was taking dictation Jesus was telling him about things that were going to take place and he got to the point where he says I stand at the door and knock and I'm sure in John's heart he was saying well, I'd like to be a part of that and then he was invited to be a part of it he was invited in to see God sitting on his throne and, and to see all the beautiful colors and the rainbow and all those things that, that you can read about further in Revelation chapter 4 When you let Jesus into your house, He returns a favor. Secondly, when you invite Jesus to eat with you, He invites you to eat with Him. He offers you the bread of life. He offers you living water. And if you'll drink His water, you will never be thirsty. Ever again. That's what His promise was in John. Third thing is, when you invite Jesus into your house to help Him see who you really are, He already knows you but you're telling him about yourself you're casting your care upon him he invites you to do the same thing he says I'll come into your house and you can tell me your story you can tell me what's going on in your life and I'll listen but then he returns the favor and he says now let me tell you what's going on in the spirit world let me tell you what's going on in heaven let me tell you what's going on on earth let me tell you how you can invite heaven to be a part of earth isn't that beautiful he He returns the favor. When you share with Him who you are, He shares with you who He is and says, now take this back with you. When you invite Jesus to live in your house forever, we call it being saved. We call it being born again. We call it inviting Jesus into our heart. We call it trusting in Jesus. We call it believing in His name. Whatever phrase you want to use. When you say yes to Jesus, I want to invite you to my life forever, He returns the favor. He says, I want to invite you into my life forever too. We call it salvation. Isn't that beautiful? That we can invite Jesus to live with us and He invites us right back to live with Him forever and ever. When you invite Jesus into your house to have a conversation with Him, maybe you call it prayer, maybe you call it a quiet time or meditation, but when you invite Jesus into your life to have a conversation, He returns the favor. He returns the favor. And then lastly, when you invite Jesus into your house to share your heart of hearts, He invites you to hear His heart of hearts. You know, David was called a man after God's own heart. And he actually asked, I'm sure David probably asked, God, what's on your heart? That's a great prayer to pray. When you don't know what to pray or when you're in a quiet time, sometimes just ask God, God, what is on your heart? Jesus, what is on your heart today? Not about anything specific, just a general question. Holy Spirit, what's on your heart today? And then be still and quiet and listen. When we open the door and invite Jesus in so that we can share our heart with Him, He knows He can trust us. He knows He can trust us with sharing His heart with us because we're developing that kind of intimate, personal relationship with Him so this morning I ask you is your door locked have you got it dead bolted, and you're afraid to let Jesus in because you think he's going to come in and, <clears throat> and find all the dust in your house you think he's going to wander in and look in your closets you think he's going to wander in and look under the couch or rub his hands down the cushion and find the, the stuff that's there do you think that's what he's about no it's not what Jesus is about he wants to come in and sit down and have a meal with you you know I can remember uh, an embarrassing time <clears throat> Debbie and I had just gone to this church this was a long 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 time ago and the church owned a, a house that we could stay in and we were in there and they had a, <clears throat> this youth pastor who was wild and crazy and we are the furniture's being put in and we, the kids are running around they're small and and he walks over to the fan in the dining room. He takes his hand and wipes the top of the fan. Of course, it's full of dust. And it's not our house. We just moved into it. And he just hollers out, Look at all the dust that Debbie left on the fan right here. Well, she was so embarrassed. She was so embarrassed. It's an embarrassing time. You know, Jesus would never do that to you. You need to know that. It's okay to open the door. He's not going to go look on top of your fan and wipe the dust off. That's just not who Jesus is. He's going to sit down at the meal <clears throat> and say, let's eat and let's talk. What's on your heart? What's on your heart? How can I help you? How can I restore your soul today? Because that's what Jesus loves doing. So this morning, if you've got your door or deadbolt locked against Jesus, just take the locks off. Open the door, leave it wide open and wait for Jesus to walk up and say, hey, I'm here. Let's have supper. So I encourage you to do that. Hey, I hope you have a great day wherever you are today. Hope you open the door of your heart to the love of Christ and let the Holy Spirit fill you with that love in every part of your life. Thank you for watching.